Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Father. We bow down to worship him. This is holy ground. Amen. We thank you all for joining the prayer call this morning. We say good morning to you. The presence of our God is so tangible on the call already. And we just thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, God. We commit ourselves to you. Hallelujah. Everything from the past, even from one minute ago, we lay it at your feet. We ask for forgiveness for anything, God, that we've done in contrast to your will. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus covering us, that we can come boldly thanking you, God, through your gates, entering your gates, Father, with thanksgiving and boldly entering into your courts with praise, knowing that we are clean before you, holy before you only because of the blood of Jesus. And we truly, Father, bow down before you and worship you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that you choose to sup with us. And we offer up, God, our offerings to you. Father, we thank you. Thank you that your angels carry our prayers. They carry our prayers this morning. May they be sweet-smelling in your nostrils, Father. May everything that we do be pleasing to you. As we bow down before you together in unity as one body this morning, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Again, I thank you all and say good morning to each of you. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up today. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We bless our leaders in the name of the Lord. We bless them in the name of the Lord Most High. We also want to say good morning and send blessings to our prayer call controller, Sister Kimma Joseph. We say good morning to you, Sister Kimma. We bless you, sis. Our prayer call controllers are on the line way before we even start. They make sure that everything works properly. So we want to give homage to them and thank God for them. Our devotion leader this morning is Mr. Minister Randall Randall Gorey. Minister Randall, how are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? I am well. Thank you, sir. Our prayer requests and any praise reports, 
will be offered by Minister Helena Marti. Good morning, Minister Helena. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Sharon. I am doing most excellent. God has been too good to declare otherwise. I am Amen. great. Hallelujah. I like that. Amen. If we could all take that position. God, you've been too good for me to declare anything otherwise than you are so good. Hallelujah. Well, we're ready for you, Minister Randall. Please come with the devotion. Thank you so much, um, Sister Charlene. I appreciate you this morning. Good morning, Minister Helena. It's good to hear your voice on this morning. want to just give honor uh, to God this morning for another day that he has made that is yet to be revealed to us what we're going to see him do in each and every one of our lives. Again, giving honor to Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith and all the clergy that are on the line this morning from all over the world. So appreciate all of you for making time this morning and to the universal body of Christ this morning that are on the line, especially my new destiny family. Thank you so much for waking up and allowing God to be first in your day. Well, this morning's devotion is um, coming out of the book of Corinthians, the first chapter 9 through the 25 and 27th verses. And it's simply entitled, Developing Discipline is a Choice, especially if you're striving for a crown. And that's what we're doing as believers in the body of Christ, is that we're striving for a crown. We're striving for that place with Christ that can be identified by the way we wear our crown. And so for many of us, discipline has come across in our lives to be the way that we conduct ourselves. And so I want to focus this morning in how we do that with what we're given through the word of God this morning. So let us look at verse 25 of this first of this ninth chapter out of 1 Corinthians. It simply says, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate. That means showing moderation or self-restraint in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown, which is also is another way to say a decaying crown. But we, for the imperishable crown, a crown that will last forever. In verse 26, therefore I run thus not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air. In 20, verse 27, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, at least when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. And so when we look at discipline this morning, it is defined as the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. And so uh, when I was thinking of this uh, discipline, I was thinking about as being as young children, how we're, we were told, hey, we need discipline. Discipline was always the way you behaved. But you, when you were disciplined at home, that was the same discipline that you were supposed to show outside of the home. 
And so it was the way that you conducted yourself. It was the way that you represented your household, your, your, your parents, those who were raising you and bringing you up. And so we didn't behave outside of what that discipline entailed. Now, it was a practice of training from our parents and those who raised us as a way that was was thought of as being the correct way to be brought up. And so we look at the way that we've been disciplined as a way of being successful in the things of life that are being brought uh, before us to obtain as we live in this lifetime. And so now whether you were an athlete or not, we heard the athletic analogy that Bishop Smith gave on Sunday about conditioning the mind and the body. Excellent example, because as a former athlete, absolutely. The discipline it takes to prepare yourself for competition in a race or a game of some sort, it's, it's a discipline that starts in the mind and then begins to condition the body. So in athletics or kingdom pursuit, you have to recognize that in order to gain what you want, it's going to require a measure of discipline. For example, proper dieting, a mindset, changing your mindset, and then a dedicated schedule is required for a chance to obtain a reward, a medal, or as Paul mentions, a wreath. Kingdom pursuit, on the other hand, requires consistent prayer, worship, a dedicated and passionate service, and proper diet of word study. So developing discipline is a choice. It's a choice that we make in order to obtain something that is much more valuable to us than we can see with the naked eye. So I posed this question this morning to us on the line. What is your choice this morning? What choice are you making as we look to develop discipline? Have you considered perhaps the reason you haven't obtained what you want yet in life is due to a lack of self-control over a particular period of time? This is what Paul is talking about in this passage of Scripture. We need self-control, like giving up something that we want now in order to gain something that we want even more later. So again, what's your more this morning? What is the more that you're wanting to discipline yourself for to obtain it later? What about those short-term wants or desires that keep us remaining disciplined? Paul is letting us know this is true for any pursuit, natural or spiritual. If you want Jesus Christ, if you want him for all eternity, it's going to require of you in the short term to give up a lot of things along the way. You can't do the same things you've been doing all along. Those perishable worldly desires in order to gain the imperishable prize of Christ. 
Those are those things. But Paul is also mentioning here that not everyone who starts the race receives the prize. Now, that's very interesting. There's always the possibility of being disqualified from receiving the prize. Though we've conditioned ourselves through discipline and though we've believed we prepared ourselves very well, we can actually disqualify ourselves for race or or, or um, a sport or something we're competing in before we even truly get started in it. Now, when I think of this, cheating comes to mind. But there are also the, there's also the lack of discipline. There's quitting when it gets tough. There's blaming someone else, and and even simply not finishing what you started. These are things that disqualify us. These are the things that we look at and don't think they matter as we're pursuing those things for God. Now, if we're making the decision to discipline ourselves, then we have to hold tight to make sure we don't miss the mark. And that's not always easy. But we have come too far as a body of believers to turn back now. I'm not going to lose this fight. I've already made my mind up, and I know I have some on this line that feel the same way. I've made up my mind a long time ago that I've got the fight in me, that I've come too far to turn back, and I'm just not going to lose right now. God has been too good, and is just too good right now to do anything but continue on. So discipline is everything when it comes to salvation and kingdom living. Your mind has to be made up that there's no turning back and I'm continuing to move forward in my pursuit for God, for the kingdom, and for everything that is righteous. The price paid and the training that has been done has prepared each and every one of us for this journey. The price of the things we've gone through and how long we've gone through them. The daily uh, pursuit of things that only we know about that has given us the advantage to be here at this point in time is the discipline on this journey. So Paul is talking about recognizing in the scripture that if you have true faith, you won't live in a way that will allow you to walk away from Jesus because life is tough or lives in such a way that you're careless with your salvation. You won't live in a way that allows you to walk away from Christ if you value it. It is the life that we strive for. We don't want to be careless with our salvation. So it's important that we understand discipline will cause you to persevere. That's what that training in the beginning of the journey is all about. We truly possess Christ by faith. You can never lose him nor does he forget about you. In Hebrews, the 13th chapter, in the, the fifth verse, he reminds us, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. We have to remember this morning and always that we belong to God. The prize awaits you and I both at the finish line. We must develop discipline to pursue 
the prize. And so how do we do that? Well, verse 25 reminds us that every athlete exercises self-control in all things to obtain the wreath. And so as Christians of today, we want that imperishable reward. To receive this, we must exercise the self-control from the inside out. The kind of self-control here is not my strength asserted over myself to make sure that I'm behaving Christ-like, but it's the supernatural grace of God that will transform you and I from the inside out. Discipline is to give me the victory, not by power in me alone, but by God's power that is in me working. To discipline ourselves by choice simply means we're putting everything on the line to win for Jesus. But self-control is painful in many ways. If you've ever really trained yourself to really walk a tough walk, like I mentioned earlier, it's a matter of giving up what you want in the short term to gain what you want even more in the long term. Christianity is not about managing behavior. No. It's about being transformed from the inside out. And this requires us to put to death the sin that is in us. The discipline of self-control means that by the Spirit of God, I am exercising control even over my desires, over the sin that is in me, to discipline it and to enslave my body to Christ and not any longer to sin. So I'm, perish I'm persisting in self-control because self-control is a gift from God giving true believers a way to gain and participate in the, in the abundance of blessings in Christ Jesus. No one, wants a, no one wants to be disqualified in any way, shape, or form. Discipline helps us to run, to fight, and to pursue with confidence whatever we're trying to obtain. We're doing this to finish strong. To not look back with regrets. Self-control is about us learning to depend upon the grace of God and the Holy Spirit to go to the next level in our Christianity. Let us pray. Father, we have begun this race by faith at many different stages in our lives, believing we are disciplined to finish strong and obtain a reward. But we know this morning, Lord God, that discipline is necessary to be prepared and confident we will win and not be disqualified. Father, help us today with a fresh mindset to be disciplined. Show us how to live life with the sole purpose of training to win. Father, discipline us to stay the course to kingdom living and to feel like victors every day with a made-up mind to run on in Jesus' name for the crown of glory. Father, we thank you for this training, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Charlene. Amen, amen, amen. What a powerful word. Hallelujah. I think we all need to recommit, recommit to be disciplined, 
there are areas in our lives that we need to be disciplined. If we're, we're honest, every one of us have, has an area in our lives where we need to be more disciplined, whether it's in prayer, fasting, whatever it is, exercising, whatever it is, in the physical or and and or in the spirit. Amen? Let's commit today again to the Lord to be disciplined. The slate of yesterday is clean. It's washed away. We've asked for forgiveness. It's washed away. Let's start afresh right now. Amen? Thank you. Thank you, Minister Randall. That was an excellent word. We're ready for you, Minister Helena. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. Thank you, Sister Charlene, and thank you, Minister Randall. Let us approach our Father, Father God, the Almighty God, the Most High, All-Powerful, All-Powerful, the Creator, the Eternal, Everlasting God, the All-Sufficient One, the Self-Existent One. You are our God. You sit on your throne. No one can overthrow you. We glorify your mighty name because of the divine blood you have given us access to come straight to your throne room. Father God, this morning we thank you for allowing us to come to your throne room. Our Father, the one that listens to us, the one that when he says the word no one can change, the omniscient one, the all-powerful God, we magnify your mighty name this morning. Father God, when we are approaching your throne, we are coming with great thanksgiving. We have two requests, but we are thanking you in advance because we know that you are able. You are more than able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything that we will ask or even think about. We have a request from our community shower team. We know that, Father God, as long as we believe, the request has already been granted. And so this morning as we are approaching you, we are approaching you with a great thanksgiving because you have done it. There is one member that used to be homeless that was sleeping in his car or her car, and the tire has been worn out. Father God, what can't you do? We know that you are able to supply. You are Jehovah Jireh. You provide things for your children. And so we are standing on the, on the field of praises that that has already been delivered. As the team is working and as their guests continue to go to, to visit this shower area, Father God, may you show yourself strong to them and show them all the many things that they can have because they have you. Show your strength strong to them, Father God. Let them know who you are. For we know that you do care for your children. And so we thank you for this opportunity for them to have a way of getting to know you. We pray for the team. May you open up their mind and may you open up the words that come out of their, word, their mouth. So that as they preach to these people, Father God, the word, the word that comes out will be you. As they are hearing those words, they'll be hearing from you in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you so much. You have too much 
for your children to struggle. And so we thank you for providing any request that they bring to you unto them in the mighty name of Jesus. We have another request from Didi Ben, who is also praying for her two daughters that are getting ready to go to school. He, she wanted, she's asking that may they adjust to freshman year and the college, Father God. We are not there. The mom is not there. The mom is not able to be present, but you are the omnipresent. And so that's why she's bringing them unto you and asking that you go before them. Make every crooked path straight. Strengthen them, Father God. Let them know who you are as they go to school, Father God. We are also using them as a point of contact for all children from New Destiny that are out there, that their parents are not there, but you are there. You have sent your angels to go before them. And so, Father God, as we are this morning, as I said, Father God, we are standing on the ground of victory that our children are going to be saved. That Natalia and Sydney are going to be saved in the mighty name of Jesus. Because we know that you who perfected from now, we know that you will continue to guide them and to perfect everything concerning them. May they grow in character and grow in you, Father God. May they have hearts of compassion that will draw people closer to them to find out which God are you guys serving in the mighty name of Jesus. May they not be found in any wrong crowd, but their name, their name will be mentioned among the leaders in their schools in the mighty name of Jesus. May they be strong and courageous not to tremble in the name of Jesus. We pray Second Peter 3, 17 and 18 over them right now. They will be on their guard so that they are not carried away by the error of an unprincipled man and fall from their own steadfastness, but will grow in you in grace and in knowledge of you. We thank you so much. You have done, you have done too much for all of us. And so, Father God, this morning as we are in your throne, we are saying hallelujah be to your mighty name. And we thank you in advance, for we know that praise reports will come forth because we have prayed this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. And according to Matthew 18 and 19, if two of us agree here on earth as touching anything that we ask, we know that it shall be done of our Father in heaven. We know that Father has heard our petitions, and we thank you. Thank you, Minister Helena. We want to quickly swing back to Minister Randall. Minister Randall, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Just quickly, uh, to showing something that was on my heart, that if we discipline ourselves, God doesn't have to. And the training that we're going through now has prepared us to receive the prize that God has already allowed for us to obtain. That's all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's already prepared for us. We have a couple of announcements before we conclude the call today. Please remember to send in your prayer request to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Scroll down, enter your prayer request. We love to pray. We have been called to pray, and we will pray without ceasing. 
Corporate prayer will be held at the Oakland campus this Saturday at 7 a.m. You don't want to miss out. Come out to the Oakland, Oakland campus if you're able to physically come to the campus. If you cannot come to the campus, please join us by way of live streaming. Lastly, before we open the line for prayer, we ask that you please pray in your heavenly language. Otherwise, we ask that you please offer up prayers of thanksgiving to the Lord. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Lady Adrian, Minister Randall, Minister Helena, Sister Kimma, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. We invite you to invite others to the prayer call on Wednesday and Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. Let's go before Father God together again. Hallelujah. Where he commands the blessing. Father, let the oil slow down. Let the oil continue to flow down. To even go in the crevices, Father. The crevices where there is still debris, Father. Let your oil go in those places. Hallelujah. So that anything, dear God, that's keeping your people, keeping us from being dis- disciplined, let the oil of your spirit remove. Hallelujah. Loosen it, Father. Let it be removed in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, dear God, that you bless your people. Bless your intercessors. Bless your watchmen. I pray according to Philippians 3 and 14 that they, that they press, God. Your word says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Father, give them your wind, your ruach. Hallelujah. Breathe afresh, God. Bring new light for them to press with new discipline. New discipline. With new discipline in the name of Jesus. With confidence and surety, knowing who we are in you, Christ Jesus. Press with discipline, knowing, dear God, that you are our Lord God. You are the one who goes with us to fight for us against our enemies, to give us victory. Your Ruach, Father, we pray your wind, your breath to go before us, God. You also said that you are our rear God. You are our rear guard. So, Father, you surround us. Hallelujah. You surround us with your breath, God. Hallelujah. You cover us with your wings. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Father, that your word, your word has been activated by your spirit. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that each one, each one, On this call, each one in the body of Christ, that we, Father, press with a new urgency, a new commitment to be disciplined to you so that we can say, as Paul said in 2 Timothy, I've fought the good fight. I've finished the race and I have remained faithful. Remained faithful. Father, strengthen your people to remain faithful to the purpose 
for which you called us to. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Kimma, please open the line for the saints to pray together.